You are listening to the New Day of Hope broadcast with Helena and Glennis Langley. Enjoy. Well, all praise to him who reigns above in majesty supreme. Welcome to the New Day of Hope broadcast. My friends, we are delighted, we are excited that you have again today chosen to spend the next 30 minutes with us as we talk about the word of the Lord. And I know you will be blessed. So this would be a good time for you now to call a neighbor or call a friend and ask them to join us on the New Day of Hope broadcast because there is a blessing that awaits them today. That's right. It's always a joy coming before you to share the word of God. The subject we'll be studying is living in the fear of the Lord. In other words, what does it mean to live in the fear of the Lord? Just in case you're wondering, we'd like to share some examples with you how you can live in the fear of the Lord. So in this study, we will look at Proverbs In Proverbs chapter 1 and verse 7, that's our key verse, it says, Fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. Throughout the book of Proverbs, we come across this phrase very often, talking about the fear of the Lord. So in our key verse, for example, which is the point of departure for this subject, two classes of people are mentioned. Those who fear the Lord and the foolish one who do not. In the New Testament, the contrast is between the believer and the unbeliever, the saved and the lost. So get ready to learn about the fear of the Lord. When we talk about the fear of the Lord, we're not talking about fearing him, being afraid of him, but to reverence him. Praise the Lord. Amen. So today we want to really uh, stir up your appetite for the word of the Lord this year. First, we see that God longs that we should fear him. He longs that we should fear him. Now, I trust you have your Bible or your phone or whatever you are using to follow along with us. In Deuteronomy chapter 5 and verse 29, uh, listen to what he says. If only they would fear me and obey all my commandments as long as they live, then things would go well for them and their children forever. That's a promise from the Lord. He's asking that if only we would fear him and if only we would obey all his commandments as long as we live, not just for a day or two, not just when things are going bad with us, we want to get close to the Lord. No, it's whether things are going bad or whether they are good, we've got to live in the fear of the Lord. He says, then things would go well for us, and not only for us, but it would go well for our children also. And that's wonderful. That's powerful. That's giving us some form of consolation to know that's how God works. Now, to fear him will always be for our good. I mean, it doesn't matter what people tell you and you sometimes you have to just go by, well, all the times you have to just go by what doth say of the Lord, not what people are telling you. But to fear him will always be for our good. Again, in Deuteronomy 6 
verse 24, it says, The Lord our God commanded us to obey all these laws and to what? And to fear him. These laws are for our own good as long as we live so that he will preserve our lives. It's still true today for all of us. If we would obey the words of the Lord, if we would follow the precepts of God's law and God's commandments, everything would go well for us. And it is possible to fear the Lord all the time. We can indeed fear God all the time. We can reverence him all the time. Proverbs 23 verse 17 says, Don't envy sinners. We should not envy anyone, whether sinners or believers. Do not envy them. But always continue to fear the Lord. That's a good warning. Do not envy sinners, but we must always continue to fear the Lord because he is the one that we place our trust in. He is the one that will protect us. He is the one that is leading and guiding us. So we should always fear him. We also see here that obedience is the proof of fearing the Lord. In Genesis 22 verse 12, it says, Don't lay a hand on the boy. The angel said, Do not hurt him in any way. For now I know that you truly fear God. You have not withheld from me even your son, your only son. And this is about Abraham about to sacrifice his son Isaac. He feared God and he was obedient to God. And because of that, he did not have to kill his son because there was a lamb hiding in the ticket. And he was able to sacrifice that lamb instead of his son. And Samuel also said, obedience is better than sacrifice. So remember that obedience is proof of fearing the Lord. Amen and amen. So the question then is, should church members fear the Lord? Should church members fear the Lord? The answer is yes, of course, it's in the word. Now let's go to the book of Acts chapter 9 and verse 31, Acts 9, 31. Listen to what the word of God says. The church then had peace throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria, and it became stronger as the believers lived in the fear of the Lord. And with the encouragement of the Holy Spirit, it also grew in numbers. Now, that's a powerful verse right there in the word of the Lord, that the church then had peace throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria. And the church became stronger as the believers live in the fear of the Lord. And sometimes that's why our churches are stagnant because we do not live in the fear of the Lord as we should. But in the latter part of the text, it says, and with the encouragement of the Holy Spirit, it also grew in numbers. Glory to our God. That's the word of the Lord. Now, those who fear the Lord are rewarded. Now, Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 13 says, Whoever despise God's word will pay the penalty. Well, and we know that. We cannot despise and reject the word of the Lord. And that's why we always challenge you to give your life to Christ now that's why we encourage you to give your life over to Jesus while it is day because the night is coming when you won't be able to do that. 
but the one who fears God's commands will be rewarded. The person who fears God's commands, they will be rewarded. And that's a blessing just to know that, man, listen, if I walk in the fear of the Lord, if I live in the fear of the Lord, then I will be rewarded as I obey the commandments of the Lord. Glory to his name. So you're rewarded. That means you will be blessed. So here's the secret of all blessing. In Psalms 112 and verse 1, it says, Praise the Lord. How joyful are those who fear the Lord and delight in obeying his commands. But the question is, what is it to fear the Lord? Is it to be afraid of God? No, it is not slavish fear or apprehension or fear to do with punishment. It has nothing to do with that. In 1 John 4 verse 18, it says, Such love has no fear, because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment. And this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. So you have nothing to be afraid of. If you fear God, there is no need to be afraid of him. Because you say, perfect love expel all fears. And 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 says, God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So you and I have no need to be afraid of him. It is not associated with terror or suspicion. The kind of fear that makes a man run and hide from God or act as a slave. No, the fear of the Lord is the fear of a loving child or a dutiful servant. It is such a reverence for God that the one who fears him is gripped by a holy desire to please him. So when we fear God, our desire will be to please him. My desire is to do the things that he will have me to do. So the best way to see what it means to fear the Lord, to see what people who fear the Lord are like, and to discover the result of fearing the Lord, is to gather together some of the scriptures where this is mentioned. So now we will show you in the scripture what it is to fear the Lord. Praise the Lord. So when a man fears the Lord, listen to this now. When a man fears the Lord, it implies that he has started to know the Lord. I said, when a man fears the Lord, it implies that he has started to know the Lord. Now, you remember earlier in the lesson and the text that my wife read from Proverbs chapter 1 and verse 7, which says, fear the Lord is the foundation of of true knowledge. The fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. Sometimes you try to tell somebody something and they think they know it all and they think they have it under control and in reality it's not true. And so that's what the scripture is talking about, that how fools despise wisdom and they despise discipline they despise knowledge and that makes them a real fool a real a real idiot so to speak if you are not living in the fear of the lord now let's go to proverbs chapter 9 and verse 10 proverbs 9 and 10 listen to what the word of the lord says it says fear of the lord 
is the foundation that we just read in another text. It's appearing again. That the fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. Knowledge of the Holy One results in good judgment. In Proverbs 15, 33 says, The fear of the Lord teaches wisdom, humility, precedes honor. That's how important it is for us to live in the fear of the Lord. Now, in Psalms 111 and verse 10, he says the fear of the Lord is the foundation again of true wisdom. And so we see over and over in the word of the Lord and time and time again in the word of the Lord is telling us about the fear of the Lord and it is the foundation of true wisdom. All who obey his command commandments will grow in wisdom. Praise him forever. All those who fear the Lord and obey his commandments, they will grow in wisdom. I want to grow in wisdom. I want to grow in the knowledge of the Lord. I want to grow in the fear of the Lord. And so for that to happen, I've got to stay close and closer to the Lord. Amen. So knowing the Lord, not just about him, you got to know him for yourself is a matter of degree. We may know him a little, or we may know him very well indeed, and in a close and very personal way. That means you got to have an intimate relationship with him. A man only begins to fear God when he starts to know him. And he only gets to know him, knowing the Lord, not just about him, is a matter of degree. We may know him a little, or we may know him very well. And in a very close and personal way, a man only begins to fear God when he starts to know him. And he only gets to know him when he fears him. So you got to know him in order to fear him. When a man realizes who God is and what his attitude is towards all people, then he begins to fear the Lord. It is important to notice that this fear has to be sought. You have to sought after it. Proverbs 1, 29 and 30 says, For they hated knowledge and chose not to fear the Lord. They rejected my advice and paid no attention when I corrected them. It, it has to be learned. You cannot hate knowledge and fear God. You got to choose because earlier my husband talked about fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge. In order for you to fear God, you must have some knowledge about him. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Man, that's good stuff we are telling you tonight. We see in Deuteronomy chapter 4 and verse 10, Deuteronomy chapter 4 and verse 10 says, Never forget the day when you stood before the Lord your God at Mount Sinai, where he told me, Summon the people before me, and I will personally instruct them. Then they will learn to fear me as long as they live. Amen. And they will teach their children to fear me also. Men, listen, that's powerful because you see that the word of God is given to us that when we have feasted upon it and we have uh, stored it in our hearts and in our lives, then we can hand it down to our own children. So they too can be people like us. He says that then they will learn to fear me as long as they live and they will teach their children to fear me also. We ought to be doing that to tell our children how they need to live in the fear 
of the Lord. You know these young people today, how they have their own mindset. But it's the word of God that will change. And it's the word of God that will transform their lives and bring them to a place of true obedience to the will and the ways of the Lord. In Psalms chapter 34 and verse 11, that's another powerful portion of the word. It says, come my children and listen to me and I will teach you to fear the Lord. Come my children and listen to me. And you know the Bible is the written word of the Lord. It's the infallible word of God and he's asking us now to come and listen to him and he will teach us how to fear the Lord our God. Glory to his wonderful name. Praise the Lord. And there has to be a desire for this. You must have a desire to fear God. In Nehemiah 1 verse 11 says, O Lord, I pray, please let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and to the prayer of your servants who desire to fear your name. Amen. And let your servant prosper this day. I pray and grant him mercy in the sight of this man, for I was the king's cup bearer. This is Nehemiah praying to the Lord. And I like what he's saying, let your ear be attentive to my prayer and also to the prayer of your servants who desire to fear your name. So like I said earlier, you must have a desire to fear God. That's something nobody can force you to do. It must be something that you want to do. And in doing so, you will be blessed. It also requires obedience. I talked about that earlier, but in Ecclesiastes 12, 13, it says, after having heard it all, this is the conclusion. Fear God and keep his commands because this applies to everyone. That's all we can do is to fear God and keep his commandment. And some people fear God more than others. Nehemiah again in chapter 7 verse 2 says, That I gave the charge of Jerusalem to my brother Hanani and Hananiah, the leader of the citadel, for he was a faithful man and feared God more than any. So you have to fear God more than you do man because you say, fear the one who can destroy your soul in hell. Man can't do you anything, but you have to fear the true and the living God. It says, when a man fears the Lord, he will turn from sin and live a holy life. Amen. And that is so true. When a man fears the Lord, he will turn from sin and he will live a holy life. You know, you know, I love to let you know that the scripture tells us that we can be holy even in a crooked and a perverse generation. We can live holy lives because Jesus said in his word that we must be holy because he is holy. So we see in Proverbs chapter 3, and by the way, Proverbs is a great book for you to spend time in and study and read because you will learn a lot of good stuff from this book of Proverbs. So Proverbs 3, 7 says, don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, watch this now, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. That's what we just read a minute ago. It says that don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, you must, you should fear the Lord and you should turn away from evil. It's a good thing 
to be challenged to turn away from evil and to live a holy life, to live a godly life in this present world, especially as we see the days of God they are approaching, as we see the signs of the times, how they are fulfilling, that we need to shun away from evil and live in the fear of the Lord. Proverbs 8 and verse 13 says, All who fear the Lord will what? Will hate evil. Therefore, I hate pride and arrogance, our corruption and perverse speech. That's what the wise man is saying, that he hates these things. He hates a pride and arrogance and corruption and perverse speech. And you hear that every day. You hear all these lies and all this stuff that people are talking about. And the scripture is saying that God hates this kind of stuff. Because if we live holy lives, then we would avoid such things. Then in Proverbs 14 and verse 2, it says, Those who follow the right path fear the Lord. Those who take the wrong path despise Him. If you follow the right path, then that's the right path. You are living in the fear of the Lord. But those who take the wrong path, they despise the Lord. Proverbs 16 and verse 6 says, Unfailing love and faithfulness make atonement for sin. By fearing the Lord, people avoid evil. Amen. That's powerful. When you fear the Lord, you will avoid evil. In Psalms 19 verse 9, it says, Reverence for the Lord is pure. Reverence for the Lord is pure, lasting forever. The laws of the Lord are true. Each one is fair. So it is fair when you fear God. And so all these references make it clear that when anyone really learns the fear of the Lord, his whole manner of life is affected. Every part of you will be affected when you fear the Lord. First Peter 3, 1 and 2 says, Wives, likewise, be submissive to your own husband, that even if some do not obey the word, First Peter 3, 1 and 2 says, Wives, likewise, be submissive to your own husbands, that even if some do not obey the word, they without a word may be won by the conduct of their wives. When they observe your chase, conduct accompanied by fear. This includes the way he dresses, talks, spends his money, his time, what he hears, places he go, and the books he reads. Even his friends are different. So in Malachi 3.16 says, Then those who fear the Lord spoke to one another, and the Lord listened and heard them. So a book of remembrance was written before him. For those who fear the Lord and who meditate on his name. So when you fear God, everything about you will change. And it says that the Lord will hear you. Make a decision this week that you will fear the Lord. You may have been doing so, but not all the time. So make a conscious decision to fear the Lord. And he said that you will be rewarded. Amen and amen. Glory to God. Well, my friends, I trust something was said today that bless your heart. And you know, we never bring our broadcast to a close without giving you an opportunity to invite Jesus to come into your heart and into your life and save you. He, he, he will do that if you would call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, the Bible says that they will be saved. Today could be your turn. Today should be your turn to call upon the Lord Ask him to come into your heart 
into your life and make you a brand new person. If you do that, he will save you. Father God, we just thank you today for your words. We pray, God, that as we study your words, that we will learn to fear you in a deeper way. We pray for those who have never trusted you as Savior and as Lord of their life, that, Lord, that they will come to a saving knowledge of you. Have your way, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So, my friends, if you were blessed by today's teaching, you can reach out to us at newdayofhopeatlanta at gmail.com. That address again is newdayofhopeatlanta at gmail.com. So, until then... Let your heart go on singing. And until then... (laughs) With joy, carry on. May God bless you and may God keep you is our prayer.